0: Hello listeners, I hope you're having a good day. There is so much that I want to talk about, so many topics, and sometimes I start thinking that I should make another full episode on one of the topics that I have already covered. So today I think I want to talk about different things that come to my mind. Let's see. So yesterday, I was talking with a couple of friends and among many things, we started talking about service, about giving back to the community, about doing volunteer work, and just helping other people. I told them that I felt that I was slacking with my volunteer work, and I truly feel like I haven't been doing much lately. Of course, I have the excuse of the full-time job, making uh, time on the weekends or evenings to ensure that I have a podcast episode to go out. I have support groups to attend, therapy, take care of my social life as part of taking care of myself as well, and just general life happenings. But these are just excuses I keep thinking. In any event, the main point was service. And as I was beating myself up for the lack of volunteering and service, one of them told me that this podcast was giving back, that it was service, that I was helping others. Boom, a light bulb moment. I remember that I was inspired to do this to help others. But at the same time, I am realizing that I am also helping myself. How? You ask, I ask. Well, when I talk about something related to the sexual abuse and trauma, I am letting go of the experience into the world. I am releasing the shame that I unconsciously carried for most of my life. I think I am also releasing the fear that I had of sharing, talking about my experience, especially talking about it with some people. But most importantly, is that I am letting my words out into the world with great hope, with an immense desire to help someone. Someone who is listening now, who may benefit from listening about someone else's past, someone they can relate to and understand what I talk about. I truly hope that one of you is finding some sort of comfort in my words. I care about each of you, and I thank you all and the universe for giving me this chance to help myself by sharing through this podcast. One other thing that comes to my mind is something that relates to sharing as well. I have a few times felt that I should not share much about how well I am feeling, whether it's here or in a group or when meeting with a survivor one-on-one. It feels unconsiderate and careless. The first time that I stopped myself from sharing that I was feeling happy was during a support group meet. It just didn't feel right that while others were sharing the difficult days that they were having, I would say something along the lines of my happiness or how well I was feeling. It just felt wrong. So I did talk about this with a couple of my fellow survivors, and they thought that it was okay to share. To share my positive feelings, that is. I give it more thought and realized that although it feels disrespectful of someone's pain or what they are going through, it could also mean that others could see that it is possible to reach that light at the end of the tunnel. That they can feel okay. That they can feel happy. I am not saying in any way that my trauma and the soul-crushing memories are gone. No, dear friends, they're not. And when they come up, they are hard-hitting. But I am able to manage. Even right now, I get the very common questions in my memory. You know, the why. That why. Why did he do this to me? Or why did this happen to me? You are so much older. I was a child. You know, all those memories, just come and they hurt. They really hurt a lot. But I am still here. And I am talking to you And I can either choose to go on with these memories and let the pain flow, and I would likely recall more memories, or continue telling you that I am okay. And I am choosing to be present. I am not hiding the pain. I am not burying it as I did when I was a child, when I was a teen. And even in my adult adult years. No, I have done a heck of a lot of therapy, as you know. So I'm working different techniques all the time. Not consciously anymore, because it's all about practice. So I am choosing to continue talking to you and trying to give you a message that I hope you will take the right way. So will there be times that I will succumb to the power of depression and anxiety? I think it is likely to happen. But again, I am committed to making my life better. I committed myself to it after the assault that broke every cell in my body in 2020. I worked so hard in that recovery and this recovery that is ongoing. And I am here now sharing with you all, without that incredible fear that I had before. I feel good about my life, and I feel happy a lot of the time. This feeling has happened in the last few months. Constant work. I did believe I could do it. So I'm here. So I will continue to work on this because I want to continue to feel happy. So what I'm trying to say is that... I believe that it is okay to share if we feel good. It is okay to share good things. We're not trying to erase anything. I am not. What happened can't be erased. But it can be managed. And embracing feeling good in my humble opinion, will have a multiplying effect on your lives. That's how it has worked for me. I hope you feel good today and you celebrate this feeling. Even if it is a tiny little thing that made you feel good, that made you smile. Think about that. Think about that feeling. Make it last. So that is that for that topic. Maybe I can follow up the previous statement with um, a reminder, I guess, about how much I have talked about therapy, the amount of of therapy that I had done after the assault in January 2020. For almost two years, I had two and three times therapy. I tried EMDR. I had support groups. I said to myself, do whatever you can do to help yourself. Anything that seems like a safe approach, go for it. And I did that. I embarked in a whole search of every possible way that I could help myself. I found the holistic approach as well. I visited homeopathic doctors, try homeopathic medicine, and it was great. I still take some of it for anxiety when I need it, in addition to my regular prescription. I tried acupuncture as well, and I think it's amazing for everything. I tried uh, this acupuncture together with herbal medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, and it was really wonderful for pains and aches. I tried energy healing, which was shockingly accurate. I tried Reiki. Who doesn't like the surge of energy and positivity that you can get after a session? Okay, if there was more to try, I would have. Again, anything but illegal drugs, just not for me. Anything and everything that could help. Oh, and I tried hypnosis as well. Wow, that was a lot. I also tried chakra clearing. That was super cool. The one experience that was incredibly accurate with what I went through as a survivor was energy healing. It was frankly amazing. Not sure how they do this virtually, but I was able to feel some lightness of my body and soul after each of the sessions. I only had five sessions or so. After each session, the results were sent to me and that was just jaw dropping. The accuracy of the events was simply incredible. I could not believe how she would know All these dates and uh, or she would come up with these dates and then I would figure out what age I was and would would find the relationship between the dates and what happened and my trauma. It was just incredible. And she would clear it. Well, there's a whole process for it. Okay, I don't want to go overboard. I'm not selling anything. I am just telling you that I would try anything that would help myself feel better. So I'm still uh, trying different things for as alternative therapies, alternative healing. And if you have questions about it, I can share what I know with you. You just have to email me at powerinsurviving at gmail.com. Keep in mind that I am not endorsing anyone or any kind of therapy. You find what you need to do. You do what you feel comfortable with. I am... Just sharing my experience, and I am offering to share what I know with you if you'd like. On that note, let me recommend that if you decide to search for alternative healing, try to get recommendations from people that you already know, from trusted sources. Okay, that's it on the subject, but let me just add that You won't know if something can help you until you try it. I would also recommend that you stay away from recreational drugs, but then again, I'm not an expert on that uh, at all. So what you do is totally up to you, but I don't think that's healthy. So I have to say that. All right, I will add one more item. This is about triggers. I recently watched The Luckiest Girl Alive. A really good movie from the art standpoint. And I am not a critic. It's just my opinion. Anyway, it was the end that was extremely triggering for me. I am not sure how I was calm through almost the whole movie. Once the main character told her story of sexual abuse, put her story out in the world, that was it for me. Tears rolled out my eyes and the pain for little and older me was ever so present. Maybe it was the pain of having waited for so long to dedicate all the time that I needed for my recovery and for getting better. Maybe it was so painful before I waited so long to tell what happened to me so people, men and women, can realize that we don't have to wait to do something about it. No matter what the something is, it can be telling someone, reporting it to the police, talk to a therapist, anything. Just do something about what happened to you. Say something, it makes a huge difference in your recovery, even just writing it down and leaving it in some pages under your bed, in your dresser, anywhere. It is difficult to take the first step, but I believe it is the first step that will kick off your healing. Please don't let all the pain bottle up inside it is too much pain to carry all alone. And even worse, if it is with you alone for far too long. Let it out as soon as you can if you haven't yet. Maybe start with a piece of paper, like I said before, then find a the therapist, then the people whom you know will be understanding. Remember that not everyone knows how to react to our coming out of the darkness. You decide what is the best first step for you, the safest. Let all your feelings out into words, written or verbal. Find your voice and let it out. It can be life-changing. With that, I am leaving you for the next two weeks when I will return with another special guest with whom I will be talking about uh, that question that a lot of us have in our minds. Why does this keep happening again and again? Until then, I wish you well.